Good morning, good morning, good morning, Dwell Church. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, we have had an amazing weekend here at Dwell Church with our Dwell Youth Encounter Conference. I mean, <laughs> it was incredible. It was so amazing. I just um, wish, I wish all of you could have I been just here. wish all of the adults could have been here for the. <laughs> It Youth was conference. so cool. It was so cool. So we're like, we really feel like just we're proud mom and pop this morning. And um, we just wanted a little bit of a carryover, um, even in our worship this morning, from what we experienced this weekend. So we have a couple of our Dwell Youth worship leaders on the platform going to help lead us today. And um, worship was just so powerful. Every, every aspect of the weekend was amazing. So um, we're so glad you joined us. Why don't you stand to your feet? Come on, stand up. Stand up. Y'all can play a little something behind us. And um, why don't we just kind of greet one another for a moment. Just find somebody. Say hello. Good morning. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? you joined us today. We are also so excited that Apostle Prophet Malik Edwards is in the in the house today. And, and he brought his girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Pastor Ashley, Ashley is here. Yes, yes, They've been yes, pouring yes. out all weekend um, uh, uh, on our youth and so we just we get the we get the overflow today. So are y'all ready? Okay, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read this passage of scripture, and then we're gonna pass the baton to this wonderful team of worshipers. Are you ready? Uh, we're all familiar with this, but I'm gonna read it from the NIV, Psalms 150. Praise the Lord! Yes. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His acts of power. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him. I have to stop. Let all the liars praise him, right? <laughs> praise him with timbrel and dancing. Yeah. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. There we go. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with the resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Jesus, we love you this morning. We say we well, may you receive all of the glory and all of the honor. We're here for you. May you be pleased with our worship today. We love you, Jesus. We lift you up. Thanksgiving with praise, thanks, 
Just lift up a shout. Lift up a song. Clap your hands. Come on. Sing this with me. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Come on.
standing in promise this morning. a song to sing. I have a song to sing. It doesn't need words. It's just in my heart. It's in my
matter what the world looks like now I won't doubt it You've got the whole world I don't think we're done yet I think we just need to keep pushing this Oh Jesus I don't think we're done
Come on, can we let adoration arise? Let adoration arise. All over this room, can we open up our mouths? Can we lift our hands? Just begin pouring your love on the feet of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you are more costly than silver. Oh, you're more beautiful than diamonds, Lord. Oh, we don't want this world. Just give us Jesus. Just give us Jesus. Give, just give us Jesus. Give us the Holy One. Give us the one whose eyes burn like fire. Give us the one who's pure and holy. Give us the root of David this morning. We want Jesus. We want Jesus. We want Jesus. As you're standing there, I really feel like the Lord is marking you. I told the youth last couple days, much of the church trains us to think that worship is merely the appetizer to the main thing called the sermon. But I want to say, Jesus is the main course this morning. Worship is the main course. He is the main course. He is the only meal our hearts will ever need today. Only Jesus satisfies. Only Jesus satisfies. Jesus said to Mary and Martha, only one thing is needed. <laughs> one thing is needed. I just want to say that again. <laughs> one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen. Mary has chosen. And it's the feet. The ministry of the feet. I remember uh, many of you know our story. The Lord called us to, to Bible school to lay down our jobs, to lay down everything, say, say bye-bye to family and move across the country. And it was, it was so uncomfortable. How I many you know uh, anything that Jesus calls you to, it's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, we, I remember one specific week, the Lord met us so deeply in our little apartment on 105 Hilltop Drive to the point where food lost its taste. We would go out to eat and go order a pizza. We love pizza, who doesn't? And we would eat it and be like, this does nothing to us. This, this doesn't satisfy because we've tasted true bread. <laughs> we've tasted true bread. And I remember being in that little apartment, we, have, we had drained almost everything in our bank account. It was almost down to just maybe $1,000. And I was in our bedroom. We had no ministry opportunity. We had no staff position, nothing. But I remember closing my eyes and feeling like I had my own personal Garden of Eden right there. That little apartment turned into my own personal Garden of Eden. And I said, Jesus. If I just have this the rest of my life, this is all I'll ever need. I found that microphones do not feed the soul. Ministry positions do not feed the soul. Doesn't feed the soul. What feeds the soul is him. He's the one thing. This is great, I love walking in my calling, but what will feed my soul is when I go home, shut my door, and just give him my love, give him my adoration. Only Jesus, only Jesus. So I wanna pray for us right now. If you feel that you are just weighed down by the, the struggles and the cares of the world, if you feel like you've been a Martha, just kinda running around, more consumed with the Lord's work than the Lord himself, I just want you to raise your hands, and I believe the Lord, the fire of God will purge your hearts this morning of every lesson 
lesser lover, no more mixture. Jesus has called us to separate Babylon from the bride. He is purging Babylon from the bride this morning. He is coming for a bride that is pure and holy, that does not have the ways of the world mixed in into the church. So Jesus, I pray for every single heart and soul this morning. And we just declare, we're not saying this just because it's cool, just because it's trendy, but Lord, we prophesy only Jesus over every heart, Lord. We pray for the purging of the Holy Spirit to come and power wash his bride this morning. Power wash everything that has been placated on her, Lord. We pray for a pure bride this morning, God. God, we break agreement with the powers of darkness. We break agreement with the hold and the power of sin. And God, we call for deliverance to arise, to awake, Lord. We thank you for sons and daughters awaking and arising to their true callings. Lord, as sons and daughters of righteousness this morning. Lord, we thank you, Father, for the power of the cross. That Jesus did not die just to counsel our sin. He came to crucify our sin. So, Lord, we take up our mantle as sons and daughters living in the resurrected power of King Jesus this morning. If you believe that, if you receive that, can you just clap your hands, give him a shout of praise this morning? Wait just a second. Wait, wait just a second. Am I on? Can I have a little bit up here? And, and this is Pastor David's mic. Uh, I remember I remember once when we were over at Covenant Church, I went into the green room between services and Pastor Mike Hayes was in there. And I, what I meant to say to him was, Pastor Mike, I am your biggest fan. And what came out of my mouth was, Pastor Mike, you are my biggest fan. <laughs> so I want to, and he just looked at me, well, well, good, good, good. So what I want to get it out right is, Tanner, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so uh, go sit down. Pass, pass that mic to Nicole. Uh, go away. <laughs> so I saw this tweet this week, and I think it's most appropriate for today. How many of you were here last October when, I mean, we were over at the hotel when Malik Edwards was here and spoke? So you know, how many of you were not here? Okay, so let me warn you. This is the tweet I saw. It says, there's a thin line between long services and a hostage situation. <laughs> we just want to tell you now, you're not going to be held hostage today, but I can guarantee you that you're probably not going to want to leave. You're going to want to soak up everything that God is going to do and everything God has to say to us today. It's going to be an incredible time. I, and just, you know, I know we got to move quick because we want to hand it, hand the service to Malik and his beautiful wife, Ashley, who she's already contributed to the service. Yes, come um, on. I want to say a couple things, uh, just, just a quick testimonial. I love this. I went over to Clay and Beth and said, so what did your girl say about the, the conference? And she said, the girl said, Everyone in the room had the tongues. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, yes. I love that. I love that. May that be said today. Yes. Everybody in the room has the tongues. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I also want to say, Donald, right. So, Donald, I want to say this to you, but I want it to be a prophetic declaration to everybody in the room. You were here, I think, for the first time last week, right? And I came over and met you. Then I came back to you to say hello again and welcome back, and I couldn't remember your name. But God never forgets your name. He knows who you are. 
and he has a purpose for you. And I just want to use this as a demonstration to everybody else. God never forgets your name. He knows exactly who you are and he's marked you for his purpose. You may not know that yet. You may not feel it. But I promise you, God has marked you for his kingdom. Yes. So good. Yes. So, so good. Um, we are David and Nicole Binion. We're the senior pastors here of Dwell Church. And if you're here with us for the first time today, we say welcome. Um, we are coming off of a two-day youth encounter conference. Um, that was our, our youth pastor, Pastor Tanner, uh, and our associate pastor, really, um, that was just up here. We had an amazing time, and we saw um, just transformation in the hearts of Gen Z this weekend. And it was amazing, amazing, amazing. So we're like, we're just like proud mom and pop up here today. So excited. And, um, and uh, man, Malik uh, just poured in uh, to our teenagers this weekend um, and along with Aaron Smith from Upper Room. But like we, it's just, we, we get to experience the overflow today. So it's going to ma- be an amazing time. If you're here for the first time with us today, we're so excited. If you don't mind just slipping up your hand, we'd love to greet you. Hey, hey, so glad to have you. you so glad to have you. Um, we do have a, a connect card or a, a QR code here. Um, if you don't mind filling that out, we have a gift for you at the end of service. We'd love to meet you at the welcome table. Dwell Church exists to connect people to the life-changing presence of God. We believe people are transformed in his presence. Our, our sermons are wonderful. The truth of the word of God is vital. Uh, we People need a spirit and a truth encounter. Um, but we believe more happens in the presence of Jesus than in any words that we could ever say. So that's why we're here and we're so glad you've joined us today. Um, we also get to dismiss our elementary age students right now, Dwell Kids. Um, parents, if you, have, if you have signed in your child, they are free to go with our Dwell Kids leaders this morning. Uh, if you haven't checked them in, please follow our leaders there and, and get them checked in. They're going to have an incredible time uh, in the house of the Lord this morning. And a uh, man, look at all those kiddos. So good. So, so good. Um, we're going to move through a few announcements that we have because there's a lot of incredible things going on at Dwell Church, and um, we want to share them with you briefly, and then we're going to get to Apostle, Prophet, Malik Edwards. Um, you can, uh, you can uh, be sure that you're not missing out on anything happening at Dwell Church by going to dwell.church slash events. Um, But I'm going to share a few things. Next Sunday is July 3rd. And we are Freedom having Sunday. Freedom Sunday again this year. We we did this last year, and it was just an amazing time. We're going to have um, worship, receive communion in here. We're going to have a brief time in here. And then we're going to go outside those doors and we're going to have baptisms we're going to have um a time of community we're going to have a family cookout okay you a dress family cookout. if you want to dress in red white and blue you can or <laughs> red or just white or just blue whatever just... <laughs> yes or uh, not we're going to have an amazing time. We're going to grill burgers and hot dogs and like all the, all the fun stuff. So it's going to be an amazing time. Don't miss it. If you want to get baptized next Sunday, you can still sign up uh, for baptism. Man, I'm excited um, for, for baptisms next Sunday. You can scan the QR code on the graphic and you can sign up. Man, maybe you've been, reg- maybe you've been you know, baptized before when you were younger. Maybe you've come uh, just through um, a season. I feel like after the last couple of years... Um, <laughs> I might want to get rebaptized. Um, uh, yeah, I so. used to get baptized every revival we had. I got rebaptized. <laughs> 
Um, so you can be baptized next Sunday. It's going to be an incredible time. Um, and then our summer schedule for the month of July, we're taking a little bit of a sea law and we will have only Sunday services in the month of July. Everybody say only Sunday. Only Sunday. In July. In July. Okay. All of our midweek. Oh, all of our mid, all of our midweek services. Turn those lights back on. <laughs> Uh, we're taking a pause on all of our midweek services and events um, so that um, so that our volunteers, our staff can rest up, that you can enjoy some R&R with your family. Hope you're getting a little time to just pause this summer and, um, and have a good time. So only Sundays in the month of July, okay? Do I have one last thing? Oh, one last exciting announcement. Who's going to be with us July 10th? Layla, and I can't say her last name. You do her last How name. How many were here back in April when Layla Nahavandi was with yeah. us? Layla. Y'all, Layla. it's just a summer of fire. Um, Layla's going to be back with us on if you don't July have, 10th. If you don't have your prayer language, just learn her name. Come on. And say it you, again. You'll be again. filled that Sunday. If you're not filled today, <laughs> um, it's going to be incredible. Okay. All minds clear. We got all the announcements out. It is time to worship the Lord with our giving today. Yes. Yeah. We know the word tells us in the book of Malachi <laughs> to, to honor the Lord with our tithe, right? And so this is a faithful house you always yeah. give. You've been, uh, you've proven yourself so faithful to, to bring your 10% from your, from, from your, what you uh, uh, earn. And so we just want to encourage you to keep doing that. It's, yeah. it's, you are the only way we can continue doing this and keeping the lights on. Come on. Yeah. And, uh, so just, we encourage you to continue to give and, and, um, try the Lord test and see, the Lord in this. test, yeah. test it and see if he will not open the windows of heaven over you. Come in on. addition to what we ask you to do as people of this house to give and tithe, we want to give over and above today a love offering to Malik uh, and Ashley Edwards. Yeah. Uh, I just want you to show them what a love offering looks like. Come on, come on. Yeah, so, yeah. Just we have the opportunity to sow into, you know, we've, we've been teaching these last uh, several weeks on the prophetic. And so today, I feel like it's like show and tell today. Um, we're going to get to experience a demonstration um, of, of the prophetic uh, through the prophet. Through uh, people yeah. that that walk in the yeah. office of a prophet. Yeah, so we get to sow into that today. Man, we've been praying, we've been desiring uh, to prophesy. I can't think of a better opportunity to sow uh, into the ministry of a prophet um, than, than we have this morning um, so that we can bless them for all that they've poured out um, on our youth this weekend and what we're going to receive from them today. So if you're giving, if, if uh, you know, if you need an envelope, we still um, collect you know, in the, in the buckets, the old school way. If you're giving by check or cash today and you need an envelope, just lift up your hand. Um, we have, of course, most of us are digital givers here. You can follow the instructions on the screen. You can scan the QR code um, and it'll take you right to where you need to go to give online today. Um, just keep your hand up if you need our ushers to serve you. And then um, if you give by envelope today, our ushers will just stand in these two aisles and you can just come and bring it forward to, uh, to our ushers, okay, in the buckets. Father, we thank you yeah. for this house. We thank you for a place to gather, to worship, to bring you our lives, our hearts, our adoration. Yes. A place to gather and pray and commune yeah. with you. 
And uh, we just ask you to bless your people as they uh, step in obedience and give and give and keep giving. So we just bless them in the name of Jesus. Our declaration? Let's let's make make our our declaration declaration together. Because Because I am am a tither and and a giver, the windows of heaven are open to me. me. And And God God rebukes the devourer devourer for my my sake. sake. I I am blessed financially and receive a blessing that that I cannot contain. contain. Come on, let's give to the Lord. Before Pastor David um, introduces or has Malik and Ashley come up, Um, parents, um, we know that this is going to be, we're going to have a beautiful time of ministry uh, today. Um, And so our service may go a little longer than usual. Um, So we are asking you, parents of Dwell, kids and toddlers and babies, um, if if you can pick up your children by 1230 today, okay? If we're still going at 1230, you can get your babies and you can bring them right back back on in here, okay? Bring them back in. Thank you, ushers, for ushing. Y'all, if nobody responds to my jokes, Carson always does. Carson does. I mean, that was just kind of like a subtle joke, and he still got it. Um, I am so, I am so excited that our friends are here today. Are you both going to come up? Why don't y'all just both come on up? I I don't know if you're going to come to the side and. Malik, and you didn't get to meet Ashley. You thought, you, th- you think Malik was something, those of you that were here? Wait till you encounter this crazy lady who's bold. She is a bold woman. And you guys just use this mic. Ashley, why don't you greet them first, and then you can pass the baton. And You guys just have the liberty to do and go and Praise be all that you are. And we are sponges, and we look for more and more. Praise the Lord. What's up, Dwell Church? I am so honored and thankful to be here. Um, You know, when we go to places, I am here to soak up what's in the house. Amen? I'm here to soak up what's already here. There's such a presence. There's such a a well. Amen? And so I'm here, just like you, to give and to receive and give and receive. So I'm super excited to be here with you. It's such an honor. I did want to minister over this young, vibrant woman right here. How are you doing, Mama? Good. I just want to can I? I just want to minister over you. When you were sitting there and I was in worship, I um I just heard the Lord say this. He said that um, my purpose is alive and well with you. My purpose is alive and well in you. And he wanted to encourage you that you have a seat, you have a place with him at the throne. And he says, you have his ear. And so he just wanted to encourage you. I just was so overwhelmed in that place that he or you are surely loved and that there's purpose in you still. Purpose in you still. Purpose in you still. Purpose, glory, 
Come on, look into his glorious face. Purpose in you still. Hallelujah. Yes, Koshana. Hallelujah. And with that note, I just, I have a word for, um, for your house. I just heard the Lord say that freedom is your portion. Freedom is your portion. And um, freedom is not just, freedom is, I saw that God was gonna begin to break you out in your, in your freedom in worship. I know me coming up and like saying, hey, you guys come up, that was just a prophetic act. It's just the way I am. It's a prophetic act. And I saw that there was another step to your worship, not just in worshiping. How many know your worship is not just here singing a song, right? Your worship is your life essence given to the Lord. It's your life essence given to him throughout the day, throughout the week. Your, your, your life, your breathing is worship. If you breathe for him, it's worship. Did you hear what I said? If you breathe for him, it's worship. And so I saw that there was, there was places, I saw that God said, freedom is yours. And there's some of you, that there's some of you that you feel a little bit um, shackled in your, almost in your expression of your daily walk in your worship with the Lord. And I heard the Lord say, I'm coming to set you free. And so that some of you are going to begin to sing a little louder. Some of you are going to begin to dance a little higher. Some of you are going to begin to walk a little faster. I just saw the Lord breaking you up. Some of you are going to spin and twirl. And I, I saw the Lord breaking off the fear of man and breaking off what others think and breaking off your opinion of yourself. I saw the Lord breaking off old shackles and old grave and old things that are telling you who you are. And God says, you are who I say you are. You are who I say you are. And I just saw God breaking you out in your freedom and your expression and your worship unto God. And I saw there's some of you that are almost singing singing um, low because you don't want the next person to hear you. I'm hearing the Lord say, sing aloud. I'm hearing because God wants to bring you into a new place. You can't do old things and expect to go somewhere new. And I just saw that God was going to begin. Some of you are scared to dance because you got no rhythm. I'm hearing the Lord saying, move what you have. Move what you have. And watch me have you dance into the nations and dance into places that you never thought you could dance into. And so God is coming to set you free. Come on, I've been in this in a long time. I need some more freedom too. Come on, I listen. You know, when you're at home, you feel a little bit more free to do what you are. But sometimes when you go to new houses, you're like, uh, they're going to judge me, Lord. But let me tell you this, your expression your expression in freedom prophesies to the atmosphere that you're in that my God will not be shackled that the God in me will not be will not be shackled the God in me will not be stopped the, the one who's in me will begin to break free and break out no matter where I go no matter where I what I do I'm gonna shout aloud I'm gonna spin I'm 
to do whatever he tells me to do because I'm going into a new place. So God is going to, is, is even now I'm prophesying that God is going to take you from glory to 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 glory and you're going to begin to dance with the wings of the angels let me tell you this when you start operating in that God begins you to be you start to pattern heaven where you go you start to you become a prophetic walking come on bomb <laughs> hello you become you become the one that the enemy must wreck come on Katorobosha so I just wanted to encourage you <laughs> that God is calling you into another realm of freedom. God is, is, is challenging you, some of you in worship, you want to scream, scream. You want to dance, dance. You want to spin, spin. And God's going to take you to a new place. Amen. Come on, don't get caught up. Well, I got to kneel because the people on upper room kneel when they worship. Let me tell you, what God wants to do in you is unique. It's unique. And I'm not saying to come up in the front and act crazy. Go in the corner and act crazy if you got to. But do what the Lord is leading you to do that takes you to that new place. Amen? Because there's freedom for you. Hallelujah. I love you guys. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right up here. Amen. I, I've, I've realized that heaven is a loud place. I mean, there's wind, there's lightning. Have you ever been in a thunderstorm before? Is it ever quiet? No, it shakes you, doesn't it? At your very core. Come on, let's lift our hands. Matter of fact, let's just stand up on our feet just for a moment. And I just, I just let's just sing this quick chorus. Always intimidated to sing with all these singers in the house, but I'll, I'll just start off and you guys can continue. Cause I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm, louder and loud. And up from the ashes, hope will arise. Yeah, come on. Death is defeated. Come on, sing it again. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm, louder and louder. You're gonna hear my praises roar up from the ash. Hope will arise. Death is defeated. A king is alive. So sing a little louder. <laughs> sing a little loud. <laughs> 
Come on, just sing a little louder. You don't have to sing the chorus. Just sing a little bit louder to him. That's my whole point. Sing a little bit louder to him. Come on, lift up your voice to him. There's a sound in the realm of the spirit this morning. If you can just put me up a little in the monitor here, just sing a little bit louder. Lift up your voices, dwell church. Lift up your voices in this place. Hallelujah. Come on, let's activate that prophetic word. Freedom in Jesus' mighty name to sing. Freedom to dance. Freedom to move in the realm of the spirit. Freedom to let God have his way. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your realm. We thank you for your kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in Texas as it is in heaven. In Dwell Church as it is in heaven. Oh, come on, let out a groan. There's a groan in this place this morning. Come on, there's a groan in this place this morning. Come on, just a little bit more. Oh, there it is. Hallelujah. So, to stay standing just a minute, when we were, uh, when we were, it's like forever ago, but it's just yesterday, two days ago, when I first came for the youth conference, I, God took me up in a vision and I saw an open heaven over Dwell Church. And what I saw was, I saw uh, the cloud of witnesses. And they were, they were, they were almost, uh, you know, go, go for it, go for it. And, and we were singing this song, you know, um, I have decided to follow Jesus. And as we were singing that song, I could, I could hear the great cloud of witnesses singing the song with us saying that, you know, you, you know, sometimes when you follow in Jesus, you feel like you're doing it all alone, right? Sometimes uh, the Christian walk could be a lonely walk. Right? Because you, you, the world is pushing. There's another current that's always pushing against the kingdom of God. Amen. But how many know we serve a kingdom that cannot be shaken? Amen. And so as the cloud of witnesses were singing, I, I felt my help come on. You know what they say? I felt my help come on, you know? And, uh, but then yesterday when we we're sitting here, I heard the Lord say uh, that he was going to begin to uh, uncap uh, 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 the, the, a cap that was almost what I heard was the Welsh revival. And I said, God, what are you saying? And, and I've been listening and studying and looking. And what I believe the Lord is saying to this house is that that which was on Evan Roberts and that which was on him for the souls, I think he believed God. God said, I'll give you 100,000 souls. And in six months, somebody say six months. God gave them a hundred thousand souls and them some. Amen. That's a anyway. That's a little joke. And so by the time the Russell revival was over, they had seen almost a quarter of a million people come to the Lord. But when I went a little bit deeper, what happened was is that Evan Roberts uh, got uh, exhausted. He got exhausted, and and basically uh, the devil brought in a woman, and basically not he didn't fall into any sexual sin. But what happened was that this woman was off doctrinally, 
and and she began and he, and she saw him in his moment of weakness and she pulled him into her home and then she began to basically seduce him with a wrong scripture to the point when Evan Roberts died he pinned this he said I don't even know what I why I was born for and I felt like the Lord, I was weeping and crying last night as I was thinking about this. And I just kept hearing the Lord say, Malik, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And this time, amen, what the devil tried to stop. And this time, what the enemy tried to cap. And this time, what the enemy tried to block. The Lord said, my people will break all the way through. Amen. And this revival and this move of God would usher in the coming of our soon coming king. Come on, somebody. So lift up your hands in this place. And let's just say, God, do it again. Come on, say it like you believe it. Do it again. Come on, now don't just repeat after me. Let it be a cry of your heart. God, do it again. Sin revival. Sin revival. Would you release God? And ever Roberts anointing God, that would begin to hit Dallas, that would begin to hit sons and daughters, that would begin to rise up, God, and cry out to you, Lord, for a move of God in this region like never before. Do it again, God. Do it again, God. Do it again, God. Come on, I need some of the intercessors. Do it again, God. God. Do it again, God. Do it again, God. What started off with 26 people, you turned into a movement, God, all throughout Wales, God. What turned into a movement throughout Wales turned into a movement that would be sent into India. And that movement from India went into Korea. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you what God wants to do in Dwell Church. It's not just for Texas. Come on, somebody. It's not just for this nation. Glory to God. But I hear the Lord saying, uh, I'm raising up a generation that will be sent glory to God into the uttermost parts of the earth uh, and the Lord said that you're going to get off of your blessed assurance glory to God and you're going to step out uh, into the nations of the world uh, and no restriction is going to stop you when God sends you no restriction can stop you when God sends you no disease can stop you when God sends you come on somebody and there's a fresh apostolic grace uh, that God is releasing in this house amen I feel it in the atmosphere so go ahead and just wave those hands. I'm telling you, we are at the press. We talked last night. We, we sat at the table, and he didn't know this, but inside I was just weeping. I had everything in me to not cry when we're sitting at the table, and we're talking about the pulpit splitting, and we're talking about the glory of God coming, where people were underneath their chairs, and people were crying, and people in the parking lot. And I said in my heart, God, do it again. Do it again, God. Do it again, God. Deal with your church, God. Remove the mixture. We want the God of Scripture. Remove the mixture. We want the God of Scripture. Where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God who splits the seas? Where is the God who heals? Where is the God who delivers? Where is the God who changes nations. Uh, we call on the God of Elijah today. Come on, keep on lifting up your voices in this place. It's right here, I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you, what if this was the message to cry out? What if this was the message that God is saying, I want to visit you again. I want to visit this house. I want to visit this nation afresh, and I want to do it through you. Fifty years ago, we began to pray, amen, for the ending of Roe vs. Wade. And it was prophesied that at the ending of Roe vs. Wade in our nation, that there would be a move of God. What if I told you today was more prophetic than you thought? What if I told you the hour that we're living in is more prophetic than you thought? Amen. Come on, let's get off of our high horses and let's cry out to God today. God, send revival. We don't want religion. We don't want religion. We want revelation, God. We want revival. We want the move of God. We want access into a new realm. That's what God is doing. If you're an intercessor in this house, go ahead and lift up your hands and pray in tongues right now. Just a little bit more. God woke me up with a message. I'm going to give it, but let's just pray in the spirit. You have some. Come on, just lift your hands. Oh, come on, stir it up. Oh, shandelele Come on, robo shie. Come on. There's a sound, there's a sound, there's a sound, there's a sound, there's a sound. Come on, lift it up. There's a sound. Shoko renderea. There's a sound, there's a sound, there's a sound. Out of the belly. Out of your belly. Come on, out of your belly. There's a sound. There's a sound. There's a cry from your belly. There's a sound from your belly. Oh, we want more, God. We want Come you. Come on, we want we more want of you, you. Jesus. We want you. Right now, I speak to the atmosphere in Dallas right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your, come on, I'm about to prophesy. Come on, lift it up. Come on, I speak to the atmosphere in this region. And I declare for the winds of God to blow. I declare the winds of God to blow over Dallas right now in the name of Jesus. I declare a fresh wind. I declare a fresh wind. I declare a fresh wind. I declare a fresh wind in the name of Jesus. Come on, I need the intercessors. Come on, I know I'm speaking. I'm speaking to the atmosphere. I'm speaking to the region. Come on, and I declare, let the, let the heavens be open right now in the name of Jesus. I declare the heavens to be open in the name of Jesus. And I command the spirit of division. I command the spirit of division right now in the name of Jesus to be bound right now in Jesus' name. I command division to be bound in Jesus' name. I command it now to be bound in Jesus' name. Oh, in religion to be bound in Jesus' name. I declare religion to be bound in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, I'm, I'm in a vision and I'm seeing the atmosphere. And even, even as we were singing about mixture, I see mixture in the atmosphere of Dallas. And I'm telling you right now, the intercessors, just hear what I'm saying. That as you begin to pray, as you begin to pray and ask God to cleanse the atmosphere, to cleanse the atmosphere in this region, to cleanse it, let the word of God cut between, come on, the, the word, the sword of the Lord, divide soul and spirit, amen? It divides the soul and the spirit. So right now, we thank you, Lord. Oh, that you would bring a cleansing to the region. That you would bring a cleansing to the region in Jesus' name. And I just, I see, and I see, I see that, that the, as, the, as, as, as the people begin to pray, that there's going to be a shift in this place right now in the name of Jesus. This isn't just you guys. This is the region, okay? You guys can hit revival, but there's a region God is after. There's a people that God is after. There's a people that God is after. And we are going to stand in the gap. Amen? Come on, I know what we're talking about. We're in D.C. We live in D.C. I know what I'm talking about. If I'm the only church that's crying out, if I'm the only one, come on, if I'm the only one fighting, I'm going to fight. If we're the only ones crying, we're going to cry out. If we're the only ones preaching holiness, we're going to preach holiness. Come on, if we're the only one living consecrated lives, we're going to live it. Come on, because we are opening the door for the King of Glory. <laughs> We're opening the door for the King of Glory. <laughs> We're opening the door for the Ark of the Lord. <laughs> We're opening the door. Hold it, Apostle. We're opening the door. Hold for His presence. We're opening the door. Come on. Come on. God wants to do it in Dallas. Come on. Oh, there's a sound that's coming out of this place. Think it not strange that many are moving to Texas. Think it not strange that many are coming from the north, from the, from the, from the west, and from the east. Think it not strange, says the Spirit of the Lord. Think it not strange, says the Lord, for surely I am moving, I am moving, and I'm shifting, says the Spirit of the Lord, and I'm causing there to be a shift, an uprooting, a transplanting, says the Lord, a transplanting, for surely I'm transplanting those. They don't even know what the draw is, but the draw is me, says the Lord. The draw is me, for I'm shifting and moving, says the Lord. So come on, one more time, just go ahead and lift up your hands in that presence. Amen. And listen, we're, we're not, um, we're, we're standing as intercessors for the move of God. And it could look like whatever God wants it to look like. It can sound whatever God wants it to sound like. And even though the Lord spoke to me that it was like an Evan Roberts anointing, I believe that it's going to be coupled with what God is doing in this house as well. 
And what I hear the Lord saying is that there's a fresh wind, uh, even of worship and worship homes and worship houses and prophetic worship that's going to spring up again. And even as in the days uh, gone by that there were houses of prayer, there's going to be houses of worship, there's going to be houses of glory where people are just going to lift up their voice and the sound of the Lord is going to begin to reverberate and the frequencies, uh, the frequency of the people of God and the heart posture of God's people is, is I'm telling you, in the bowls of heaven are going to be turned over onto the people of God. Father, would you turn the bowls over in our generation, God? Even as we saw the overturning of Rover's Wade, would you overturn the bowls in heaven, God? And when they begin to pour out, Lord, when they begin to pour out on this nation, when they begin to pour out, and I hear the Lord saying that I'm not done yet, I'm not done yet, I'm not done yet. There's some things that I've been praying into, and the Lord has been waking me up and saying, Malik, I'm not done yet. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep believing me. I'm not done yet. And I hear the Lord saying over us today, I'm not done yet. Even in your own personal life, the Lord says, I'm not done yet. I'm not done doing what I said I'm going to do in you. I'm not done making you who I told you that you would be. I'm not done yet, says the Lord. So the Lord says, don't get out the oven too quick. Don't get off the wheel too quick. Allow me to do my working. Allow me to do my spinning. Allow me to do my turning. For you'll be a vessel ready to be used by the master in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand clap this morning. Here's your phone. Praise God. Come on, you can do better than that. If I was talking about the Cowboys, that'd be all right. But I'm talking about the King of glory. Amen. He's never lost a battle. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, you guys can be seated. We're going to do some more ministry later, but just wanted to go after God a little bit in the beginning just to see what God was up to and how many know uh, God is faithful, amen? And uh, I just send you greetings from D.C., and I'm just so excited uh, to be here in the presence of God. I also want to say what's up to Apostle Bishop Stalins in the back and Demetri and your beautiful wife. I love y'all. You, before I went to Germany, I forgot, what's your wife's name again? Julian, when, when, before we went to Germany, you prophesied over Ashley and me, and I was just so, I just an honor to have, you know, we need prophetic voices in our life. And, you know, and, and it was so amazing, like, it was just right on time, the word of the Lord came right on time, and then I haven't seen you since then. So I hope you've been praying for it to give me another word before I leave. Amen. That is what I'm saying. Amen. If you guys don't know Demetri, she has an amazing worship anointing, amazing apostolic grace actually in worship to break forth the heavens. And I was in a service with her, and the way she was prophesying and giving words and knowledge, it was bananas. So I'm excited to have them in the house, and I'm excited to have you in the house, and I'm excited to have my boo in the house. What's up, baby? <laughs> I was like, baby, you have something to say? She said, I just greet the people. And it's, ah, 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 ah. So I, I was about to sit down there with Pastor David and be like, ah, go ahead, baby, freedom. Uh, that's the word of the Lord. Amen. Well, we know that God is doing amazing things. And uh, I woke up this morning. I'm just going to jump right into the word. Well, let me read the scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. It says, for we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, internal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan and we long to put on our heavenly dwelling. If indeed by putting it on we may be found naked. For while we are still in this tent we groan being burdened. Not that we would be unclothed. 
but that we be further clothed so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the spirit as a guarantee. Somebody say, I got a guarantee. It's called Holy Ghost. Amen. And so we are always of good courage. Somebody say, good courage. For we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. Somebody say amen to the word. And when I woke up this morning, many times, you know, we talked about it yesterday. We activated the youth in the prophetic. And one of the ways that God speaks to me personally is audibly. And so I was, I don't, you know, I just welcome it when it comes. But I heard the audible voice of God this morning. I was so surprised. There's a book called Surprised by the Voice of God. I was so surprised by it because many times I know it's the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And other times I can hear the sound of the Father. But this is one of the few times that it was Jesus that was speaking into my ear. And when I woke up from, my, from the sleep, what actually woke me up is Jesus was speaking to me. And he said, Malik, tell them that they were built differently. Somebody say, you've been built differently. Come on, I don't think you heard. Look at somebody say, you have been built differently. Come on, somebody. And I, when I woke up, it, the sound of Jesus' words were just uh, vibrating in my ear. And he says, Malik, my church has been built differently. The people of God are built differently. That's why you're still here. Come on, somebody. That's why you're still standing. Come on, am I talking to anybody? Because you've been built differently. Amen. So I woke up with that, and I know that the scripture that I read is referencing uh, the afterlife, and we're so great about it. But don't you remember when Jesus corrected Martha? She said, if you would have been here, if you would have came a little bit sooner, and then he said to her, uh, you know, he will rise again. And then what did she say? She said, well, I know at the last day, everybody's going to rise. And then he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Come on, somebody say, I am the resurrection and in the life and what God is saying is that you can live in a dimension of eternity now come on somebody you can live in a dimension of what is to be right now y'all not hearing me come on somebody he has given us dominion over the work of his fingers which the Bible said that he created the sun and the moon and the stars what are they made for they're made for time and I'm not going to, I have a whole message about the time dimension. I'm not here to say that. But what I, what I, the Lord was saying was that there was a measure of glory. And there was a measure of, the, of, of what he wants to do in the end that he wants to do now. Come on. To get us ready and to get us prepared for what is to come. Come on, somebody. What if we walked in such a glory, amen, that our shadows were healing people? Come on, somebody. What we we walked in a measure of his anointing, amen, where we saw shackles breaking off of people just by walking by them. And this is what we are contending for. You know, the Lord spoke to me in our, in our church that we planted. He said, uh, uh, from Mother's Day to Father's Day, he said, I want you to uh, fast one meal a day. He gave me this whole, the, all these different instructions. And what he said was that in our church in particular, that the apostolic foundation that we have laid would have been laid by Father's Day. And I didn't understand quite what God was saying, but, and, but we were preparing for a week of evangelism. Somebody say a week of evangelism.
And so what we did was is that we just went out and we told people to come. Come on, somebody. We compelled them to come. We compelled them to come to our church. Not anybody that we knew. We didn't know these people. And I didn't know who would show up. But on that Saturday morning, 600 and something people showed up to our church that can only fit maybe 200 people comfortably. Come on, somebody. And so we couldn't have it on outside. Thank God God gave us wisdom to do it in the back. Amen. What if I told you that 600 people would just show up just to hear the gospel? Amen. They didn't know why they were coming, but we compelled them to come. Amen. And so we were in the back of the building, and we did giveaways, and we did all type of stuff. But I want to tell you, when I stood up to preach the gospel, there was a glory that began to fill that atmosphere. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, the glory will do what you can't do. And we were standing in that place and preaching the gospel, and 220 people gave their life to Jesus in that moment. Somebody say, glory to God. And I'm just saying that to boast in the Lord, but to also say that this is the hour where God is going to give us ideas, and God's going to cause us to move in a dimension that we have not been moved in before. Many times we are comfortable with us. We're comfortable with us, but God is saying, this glory that I've given to you, I want you to give it out. Come on, somebody. That's not in my notes. This is just for free. Glory to God. So God is causing us to step out of our comfort zone, and he's causing us to live in a dimension that we are not yet accustomed to. What if I told you you can live eternity now? What if I told you you can live? Listen, the glory is eternity. The glory realm is an eternal realm. When we say, God, show us your glory, we're saying, God, give us a glimpse of eternity. And what God is saying is that he said, the same glory that I have, I give unto you. Did Jesus say that? So that means that God wants us to live in a dimension that we are not yet accustomed to, but it's available to us. Come on, I want to live in that dimension. Come on, I want to live in that glory. Amen. So when God created man, he didn't just say man be. Right? He did what? The Bible says when he created man, he formed him and he fashioned him from the dust. So we see that man was built differently. And then we see that man was given the ability to speak to the earth. When's the last time you spoke to the earth? Do you know that everything that, that is created came from the earth? And he said, I've given you dominion over the works of my hands. That means if you, that's why we have the ability to call it forth. Come on, somebody. Who needs a new house? Call it forth. Amen. Who needs a new car? Call it forth. Amen. Who needs God to bring them a new uh, a building for their business? Call it forth. Because everything that you need is in the earth. But I'm not going to talk about that today. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be good. I heard the Lord say, dwell, you were built differently. And this word is specifically for you guys, but I believe corporately, even as for our visitors, that you can catch some of it. Somebody say, I'm going to catch it. And the Lord said, dwell, you will be, you are, and you will be built differently. You will not be built off of programs and the traditions of man. You will not be built off of the pressures of life or the modern Christian culture, but you will be built off of this verse, verse number two, for in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling. God said you will be built with groans and longings for a heavenly dwelling. When's the last time you heard a message like that? 
That you're going to be built not off of your good programs, not off your good demographics, not off of your good, you know, administration. But you're going to be built simply because you have a longing and a desire to be clothed with heaven. How many here want to be clothed with heaven? Come on, am I talking to anybody? Are you desiring to be clothed with something? Amen. As it is in heaven, so let it be here in the earth. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no lack in heaven. There's no dark in heaven. Matter of fact, Revelations 22 says, and there's no need for night because he, the glory of God, is the light. Come on, somebody. God is saying, will you be, will you, are you willing to build your ministry? Are you willing to build your family? Are you willing to build even your businesses off of a longing to see heaven touch earth? What I find many times in the body is that we're not longing for heaven like we used to. We're not longing for the face of Jesus like we used to. Amen. We're longing for everything else except for him and for heaven. Glory to God. But I heard the Lord say, you will be built and you will be, you will be erected. Glory to God. Uh, because of your longing and the groanings of your heart that heaven would begin to touch earth. And so the Lord says, do not be swayed by man's persuasion. Do not be pushed even sometimes by prophetic words, seemingly prophetic words, but be be moved uh, into the carpet. Glory to God. Be moved into the place. I wish there were some people that cried out to God like they used to. I always hear the stories of the old mamas and the grandmamas that used to grab uh, what they called the horns of the altar and they began to pray and they began to seek the face of God and they wouldn't leave that place until there was a move of God. I wish there were some people that would grab a hold of God in this season and they wouldn't move, they wouldn't move until they saw the move of God. Somebody say, I'm not going to move until I see a move of God. I want to grab a hold of the one that's grabbed a hold of me. Listen, what I find is that many times in the Christian walk, we know that God has grabbed a hold of us, but we're not willing to grab a hold of him. But uh, who was it? Jacob said, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. I'm not going to let go until you change my name. I'm not going to let go until I walk differently. Amen. I wish there were some people that would begin to walk differently. I wish there were some people that would say, God, I am going to grab a hold of what has grabbed a hold of me. That's where the power is. That's where the transformation is. That's where the change is. Now, I know some people are like, what's going on? All right, let me just give you some clarity. I am David Binion's brother. Amen. Younger brother. That means if you're part of this house, he is your spiritual father. That means I'm your crazy uncle. Because if you were looking for me just to have a good talk, I'm not going to talk to you. Amen. Because I got to preach down in my belly today. Amen. And God said, I'm going to break you out of every place of religion, like my wife said. And we're going to step into the greatest season of our lives. Let me say this. Is these the worst of times or the best of times? Some people would probably say, man, these are the worst of times. We have this. We have this going on in the office. We have this going on in our streets. We have this kind of divide. We have this. Some people would say these are the best of times. We just saw Roe versus Wade overturned. We just saw this. We saw this. I believe God. But whether these are the worst of times or the best of times, this is your time. You will never be alive at another moment in history. God knew that you needed to come through, come on, the canal of your mother. Glory to God. God, through the canals of heaven in this moment you were born for this moment you were built differently you were built for this look at somebody say you were built for this listen I'm telling you what the devil tried to come and huff and puff and blow my house down 
literally. But how many know when you've been built on the rock, amen, that when the winds of life come, amen, that the devil can huff and he can puff, but he'll never blow your house down, amen. And matter of fact, sometimes God would just let him blow your house down so he'd give you a new one, amen, bigger and better. Y'all better hear me. My wife was making a decree over our kitchen. God, I decree, declare, that's right. I decree that my kitchen will be brand new. I declare that my kitchen will be full of new instruments so that we can house the people of God. She was making a whole decree. You know what happened? There was a flood that happened. There was some uncanny leak from the top down to the bottom. But guess what? That means the insurance paid for it. Amen. <laughs> Now listen, don't leave, your, don't leave your sink running this afternoon like, I'm just going to do what the prophet said. That's not what I'm saying. Glory to God. Amen. I'm talking about integrity. Amen. The Lord. Amen. Amen. There's no leaky faucets in heaven, but there is a river that's flowing from the threshold. Amen. And I believe the Lord said there's a, we're at a threshold moment, amen. And we can't just sit back and say, well, okay, we prayed, we fasted, things are shifting. No, you got to keep praying and you got to keep fasting. And what, one, so one of my spiritual fathers says, don't forget who brought you to the dance. We talked, I mean, everything we talked about this week, he said, don't forget who brought you to the dance. Fasting and praying and crying out to God and believing God for breakthrough, not only for your family, but for this nation. So dwell, I heard the Lord say, you will be built with groans and a longing for a heavenly dwelling. So get ready for another wave of intercession to hit the house. God doesn't do anything except as an answer to prayer. Come on. Prayer is the vehicle where we see what? Heaven touch earth. God has given us an earthly license so that we can make celestial interference. Amen. Your prayers have power. Come on, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. You better grab a hold of this. Amen. 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 Come on, somebody. Are there still some praying mamas in the house? Amen. Are there still some praying teenagers in the house? Amen. Are there some still praying fathers in the house? Because God says today that your prayers are going to be answered at a rapid rate. There's going to be a rapid return on the prayers of the believer in this season. Amen. Now, some people say, well, I don't know. I've been praying. Well, you just keep on praying with that bad attitude and you won't get nothing. But I'm telling you, with faith, it's in, without faith, it's impossible. Amen. Amen. I said it out of love. And God is saying, get out of your doubts and your unbelief and get back to the prayer. And listen, this is what I tell people anyway. Let your prayer time with God be less transactional than it used to be. Stop going to God just to get something and starting God to go for him. Amen. Go after God. Go after the one. This one thing. Amen. You have chosen. Amen. To sit at the feet. I love that. Amen. But I learned one thing. You can only lay before God for a certain amount of time before he says, get up and do something. Amen. You can only lay before God for a certain amount of time where he gives you his assignment. Amen. Is anybody here that said, God, give me my assignment? Come on, give me my assignment. Amen. I find that there's a generation that's crying out for mantles, but they have no mandate. And the Lord says in this season, I'm going to give you mandates and then the mantles will come for it. Amen. Everybody wants a mantle. Now I want this person's mantle. I want, no, I want God's mantle. I want the mantle that God has for me. And that mantle comes with a mandate. Somebody say, what's your mandate? What is your mandate? What do you, you know what I'm called to do? I'm called to cause people to encounter God, whether it's through teaching, through preaching, through prophesying. That's my calling in life. I can't escape it. 
I want people to encounter God, the living God, the same God that visited me in a prison cell 23 years ago when Jesus walked in like fire and light. Come on. I want to, you know what I said to God when he walked into my room? I said, people say they can't see you and they can't hear you. But Lord, if I'm going to serve you, I need to see you and hear you. That was my first prayer to the Lord. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to tell you my whole testimony. Let me keep going. Ah, dwell church. I love it. So the Lord says, get ready for another wave of intercession. Isaiah 64, verse 1 through 4 will be your prayer. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and you would come down, that the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since the ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you. You act on behalf of those who wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I've tasted your promise. It's one thing to sing the song. It's another thing to live the song. We got so many good songs. People love to sing the song, but they don't want to face the music. Come on, somebody. I hope I'm stirring you up. Amen. I hope that that line is not just on your tweet thread, but I hope that it's in your, when you're laying on your bed and God says, remember you said you're going to wait on me. Amen. God will, I love the message yesterday from Aaron from Upper Room that God will make your life uncomfortable. Amen. He will remove all of the fluff. Amen. So that you can get before him. Amen. God doesn't care you went to bed at two o'clock. You better get up at four if he tells you. Y'all don't hear me. Somebody say, yeah, God, the angel is right there writing that down like they, they said yes. <laughs> Y'all better watch it. Y'all be singing these songs. What was that? There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Running after me. All right? And he's like, God, what is going on? I feel like there's so many walls around me. I don't know what's going on. And an angel comes, boom, with his holy iPad No wall. Now you're saying, God, where are you? Spirit, lead me. Listen, I'll tell you, I don't be singing none of these songs y'all be singing no more. I sang that song for a year, and God said, Oh, plant a church. No, no more. I'm not. I watch what y'all be singing up here, and I say, God, if I'm not ready for it, I'm not singing it because eventually that song is going to come to pass. These songs are prophetic. These songs are from a deep longing for more of God. Don't just sing these songs like they're regular record albums written by just anybody. There are prophets that are pinning the words of these songs. And when you come into agreement with them, you're saying, God, lead me where your spirit wants to take me. I don't want mixture. Give me the God of Scripture. He's like, okay, then pray. I got it. I got you. And then he starts getting all this stuff out of your life. And you say, God, I didn't want to give that up. I wasn't ready for that. He said, you were ready. You said you don't want any more mixture. You want the God of Scripture. Amen. You can't even read a book anymore. You can't even read your favorite author anymore because you said you want the God of Scripture. Listen. Listen. Now, y'all sound like relentless church now. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. <laughs> 
We should do a collab. Amen. Relentless and amen. Where am I at? Look at music playing right now. Justin Bieber's playing somehow on my phone. I don't know. I don't even listen to Justin Bieber. I, I promise you, I don't even listen to that man. Amen. Bless him, Lord. It's a song. And literally, there's a song here saying, love yourself. Amen. Amen. We're going to love Jesus first. Amen. Let him love me. I can't love me if he don't love me. Justin Bieber, you're not proper. Get out of my playlist. My number. All right, here we go. Okay. Do we got a napkin in the house of God here? I'll get it myself, though. Don't even worry about it. I need a towel. A towel, man. Y'all remember back in the day you wear a towel? Anyway. All right. And I church the other week, I was sweating so bad, and someone, one of, the, one of our, you know, armor bearers or sisters was tapping my head. I was like, what are they doing? I was like, oh, but I like it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> so this, all right, here we go. Okay. Verse 5, he who has prepared us for this very thing, God has prepared you for what's coming. And he is preparing you for what is coming. Hello? Are you ready? Because we say we want these things, but when it, it would inconvenience us. What if God showed up today and you had to have a service during July? What if he showed up and you had to clear all your schedules? And you had to say, you know what? We were saying we're going to build your schedule, but God put himself on our schedule. I'm not, I'm not trying to make anything happen. What I'm saying is we just have to be open. Because when God really wants to move, he's not going to wait for your calendar. Amen. He's not going to check with your assistant to see if you got time. Amen. Oh, look at that. I got a towel. Amen. Look at this man. And take this anointing. Okay. We might do some of that little bitty here, little, you know, T.D. Jakes up in here. Okay. So he's prepared us for this very thing who has given us the spirit as a guarantee. So the Lord spoke to me and said, this house is being built by the leadership and direction of the Spirit of God. Hello. Somebody say, Lord, lead me and guide me. This house is being built by the leadership. This scripture has been uh, ringing in my spirit the last couple of weeks. Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1, the Lord took a hold of me. We could just stay right there for a minute. When's the last time God took a hold of you? I remember I was in a service at Calvary Campground. You guys, we know Calvary Campground, Ruth Heflin and all that stuff. And I was at a service and many, uh, a couple uh, years before that, um, James Maloney, I don't know if anybody knows James Maloney. He's a Bible teacher. He went to be with the Lord, but he prophesied over me and it was really powerful. And I remember, uh, you know, at the camp, you would, during worship, basically you would go up and you give a prophetic word when you felt led. Like my wife came up here and just gave a prophetic word, but anybody could give a prophetic word. It was a really unique, it, it still is a unique place. And so I remember at that time, like the prophecy was bubbling up in me and we're in a service sort of like this one. And as we began to go into deeper word, uh, praise, I, 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 w I had a word from the Lord. And then as I was going up to dance, uh, going up to uh, give the word, I felt like a dance hit me. You know, you ever felt like a dance just hit you? And I felt it hit me back there yesterday. I was just dancing out of my mind a little bit. And I dropped my phone, my AirPods, everything. And so here I am, I'm, I'm dancing around crazy. And then all of a sudden, God took a hold of me. Y'all got to hear this. All of a sudden, in the middle of that, it's one thing to dance. It's another thing that God take a hold of you. Amen. And that's what God is trying to bring his people. 
Because he, you can't be worried about where people look at you because you don't know what's happening in the realm of the spirit. So I began to dance radically before the Lord God had taken a hold of me. And then I heard the words of James Maloney that he prophesied over me. And he said, uh, uh, he was talking about that you're called to be a deliverer, et cetera, et cetera. And then I heard these words, and you will become the message. When God takes a hold of you, I believe that's when you become the message. Amen. It's not just what you say. It's that you, your life, your very essence becomes the message of the gospel. And as I began to swing around and the spirit of God was taking me, I, I, I laid out in the spirit. Now, I thought like it was just me and I was just having this encounter. When I got up, I would say about 75% of the congregation, many like this, were all out on the ground. The pastor, the leaders were out on the, on the ground. When it happened, God had taken a hold of us. Somebody say, I want God to take a hold of me. Amen. Come on. God wants to take a hold of you. God wants to take a hold of your marriage. Amen. God wants to take a hold of your finances. God wants to take a hold of your career. He wants to take a hold of you. When is the last time God took a hold of you? Come on. Let's lift up our hands and say, now, this is a dangerous prayer. I used to pray crazy prayers like, God, turn up the fire in my life. That's a crazy. God, intensify my training. Why did I pray that when I was 22? But for those who are daring enough to pray this, say, God, take a hold of me. Lord, take a hold. Take a hold of me. And while you're in that posture, say, and carry me away by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. So the Lord took a hold of me and I was carried away. The spirit of God wants to come in our life and he wants to speak to us. John, I don't have time to go into it, but and you can read it in the book of John where he says, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. I've realized that when you're ready to hear truth, the spirit of God will start to speak. And some of you, you're asking God what your next step is and what your purpose is. And he is not saying anything because you're not ready to hear it until you say, God, take a hold of me. And carry me away with your spirit. Amen. Amen. And so there's going to be in this house, I heard the Lord say, fresh baptisms, fresh encounters with God, supernatural gifts, etc., etc. Somebody say, I'm, I'm part of that, etc. Yeah. Amen. And this house is being, oh, let me, keep, let me keep going with one more thing that he said. But as it is written, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 12, what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard. We read this earlier. But now there's a twist on it. What the heart of man cannot even imagine. What God has prepared for those who love him. And then he says this. These things God has revealed to us by his spirit. Yes. So God is saying in this season, and this is what we've been experiencing in our own life, in our own church and ministry, is that the God of revelation is coming to dwell church. And I know that there's already an album. I know that there's already things coming, but I'm telling you, get ready for the greater revelation. Amen. Come on, somebody. If you want revelation, lift up your hands and receive it. Remember, this word is prophetic. It's an impartation on everything that I'm saying, hopefully. And I decree and declare over you today that the prophetic anointing and that revelation will begin to come. And that which eye has not seen, ear has not heard, that God will begin to reveal to you by his spirit. Things are in the word. Things that have been hidden, uh, hidden manna will begin to be available to you in the name of Jesus and I prophesy that you're going to a whole new level of revelation how many know that Jesus Christ I know we say this a lot we say uh, it's not about religion uh, Jesus is not a religion it's a relationship but I say it's not a religion it's a revelation Jesus is a revelation 
He said, flesh and blood did not reveal us to you. Jesus, knowing that Jesus is the son of God, is a revelation. Amen. And I'm telling you, there's greater revelation. There are greater books that are going to be written, songs that are going to be sung. And I'm telling you what God is about to do in this house is going to be built and it's going to be led by the spirit of God. I saw when I was praying into that Evan Roberts anointing, I saw the back of this building. It's going to come before you move out of here. It's actually going to be a thrust for you to move and get another place. But it was going to, I mean, people are going to be out into the parking lot. I saw it clear as day that God is coming and what you are stewarding in the worship, that's where it's at. That's the secret sauce. Don't, don't, don't try to move away from that. Come on, somebody. Once you start to do a church, they say, well, now you're a pastor and you got to do men's groups. You got to do women's groups. You got to do children's church. You got to do, do you know, but they ain't seen no glory. They ain't seen no revival. They ain't seen nothing. Uh, they might've seen a little bit of growth, but they really haven't seen the move of God. All they've seen is their programs work. But what if we say, God, I'm willing to sacrifice the good for God. I'm willing to let go of the programs of man so I can take a hold of the procedure of heaven. Amen. I believe there's a procedure. I believe there's a procession of heaven that is coming even through the back of this building all the way to the altar. And there's going to be a great move of God here in this hour, in this day. And I'm just heralding. Amen. I'm just foretelling. Amen. Just like we prophesied that the buses would come, amen, and then the bus showed up of young people, amen, this week. I'm prophesying the buses will come, the trains will come, the planes will come, people will come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Glory to God. I'm telling you, it's coming. If you are in this house, you need to start praying now to get you ready, amen, because you're not going to be just the partakers of it. You're going to be serving in it, Amen. Night and day worship. Amen. And it's not just so that we can say, oh, wow, look, God moved in our church. It was so powerful and you need to come here. It's because this is an apostolic house. That means people will come and they will be sent out. Pastors will come that are, that are broken, that are hurting, and they will be filled up and they will be sent back out. Amen. Apostles and prophets, leaders, of our, and because of who you are, leaders will come. And they won't come to preach, and they won't come to sing, but they'll come to lay on the carpet and get an impartation from the hand of God. Y'all better hear me. I'm going to be the first one on the plane and say I'm coming to lay on the floor. Amen. I'm almost done. Hallelujah. Your leaders are up here saying, do it, Lord. Do it again. What's your cry? It's one thing when the leader says another thing when the congregation says it. They're up here like, do it, Lord. Yes, Lord. They're in it. Where are you at? Are you willing to be inconvenienced with revival? Revival is messy. Revival isn't about you. It starts with you, but it doesn't end with you. <laughs> Lord, send revival. Evan Roberts would pray, Lord, bend me. Bend us, God. Bend us, God, to your will. Bend us, God, to your way. And send your Holy Spirit for Jesus' sake. Send your Holy Spirit, Lord. Send your Holy Spirit, Lord. We need you, Lord. Send your Holy Spirit. Send your Holy Spirit, Lord. Take a hold of us, Lord. And carry us away. Let me give you this last one. I'm going to, I feel like there's an impartation here. It's getting weighty in here. Oh. This house 
will be built by faith and courage. So the Lord said, we read that earlier in the scripture, courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. And faith is what accesses the grace to do it. Let me say it again. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. But faith is what accesses the grace so you can do the very thing that frightens you. Come on, somebody. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. I don't know what frightens you. I don't know what scares you. I don't know what makes you feel like, man, God, I'm uncomfortable with this. But that's the very thing he's calling you to. God's asked of my wife and I some, some crazy things recently. And many things that we can say, this is bananas. We don't know how this is going to work. We don't know what this is going to do for our life. But in the end of things, in the end of time, when the books are written, we want to hear, well done. My good and my faithful servant. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, do it again, Lord. So this house is going to be built. I'm, I'm literally, let's get the worship team up here. You said, yeah, too quick with that, Pastor Nicole. She said, yeah, let's get the worship team up there. Amen. All right, I get what you're laying down. I get it. I get it, Lord. You know, like when my wife's up there taking the offering, and then she's like, hey, I'm like, amen. <laughs> like after, after 20 minutes of the offering, I'm like, amen, amen, amen. And people are like laughing like, <laughs> You didn't mean that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. This house, let me say it again. This house is going to be built with groanings and moanings and have for the heavenly dwelling place. This house is going to be built and is being built by the leadership and direction of the spirit of God. So when your leaders say it's time to pray at midnight, when your leaders say we need to worship God at 3 o'clock in the morning, when they call you to do something, know that's not them. It's the Spirit of God leading them to help lead you. How many know that God can speak to your leaders and he doesn't have to say anything to you? We don't like this in this, this hour, right? Well, God has to speak to me. For, I'm not fasting until God tells me to fast. Well, God told you to fast through your pastor. We don't like that in this generation. Amen. We like to discover our purpose. Right? Just ask me some questions. And, uh, and I'm a life coach. I know what I'm talking about. You, you can get people to do what they want to do quicker than you can do what you tell them what to do. But in this season, God said, will you submit to the Lord? And if the Lord brought you into this house, he has leaders that are leading you somewhere. And your sacrifice will come like a sweet smelling fragrance unto the Lord. And at 3 o'clock in the morning when you are tired and when you know you got to go to work at 6.30, fight traffic, etc., he'll meet you on this floor. And he'll give you grace for the day. As the day is, so is my strength. He's not going to wake you up 3 o'clock in the morning and you'll be crazy tired all day. And even if you were, at least you know you were obedient. And those who are willing and obedient, they will eat what? The good. 
of the land. So don't expect to eat from the revival that God's going to pour out here if you're not willing to be willing and obedient to get up and pray, to get up and worship, to get up and do whatever the Lord is calling this house to do. Ah, oh, I love it. This house is being built by faith and courage. And lastly, this house is being built by and for the glory of God. By and for. Somebody say, by and for. Say it again, by and for. The glory of God. Ephesians 3.21, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is in work within us, to him be the glory in the church. To him be the glory in dwell church. And in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen what is the glory it is the manifest presence power and provision of God God says get ready for the manifestation of provision in this house the things that you have seen that you believe that would help facilitate the move of God it's gonna drop down like dew in this house I said it's gonna drop down amen it's going to fall down. It's going to fall in your laps. Handfuls of purpose, amen, are going to begin to be spread before you. Glory to God. Some of us need to take that to Stalins. I hear the Lord say, handfuls on purpose. Handfuls on purpose. Things that you had even prayed for. Things that you haven't even asked for. The Lord said, I'm going to do it for you because you are my children. And I have a great plan for you. Amen. Come on, somebody. You better receive that. The Bible says the gold and the silver is his. Amen. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. There is a vein where gold and silver is found. And I believe God's going to cause us to tap into the vein of the glory. Amen. And the Lord says this, not only is there going to be natural resources, but I saw supernatural resources. God said, once again, I'm going to cause the diamonds to fall. I'm going to cause the gold dust to appear. I'm going to cause the feathers to flock. God said that he's going to begin to do unusual things in your atmosphere. As you focus on him, he's going to send it in. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody say that as I focus on him, he's going to send it in. Amen. My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. Somebody pull on the glory right now. Come on, pull on the glory. We, gotta, we have to learn again as a church how to pull on the glory of God. Pull on his provision. Pull. My God. Not my bank account. Not my boss. Come on, my job doesn't. I don't live paycheck to paycheck. I live out of my inheritance. Amen. Amen. Pull on the glory. Come on, mamas. You need to pull on the glory. You need to pull on his presence. Just pull on the glory. So the Lord says that not only is it going to be pre uh, provision, but the Lord says get ready for a manifestation of power. Power. As I said that, I saw, I don't know, should I prophesy this? I guess so. Sometimes I don't like to prophesy stuff like this, but it's okay. I'll, I'll do it because I feel like the Lord is saying. There, I saw that there was going to be some level of a powder, power outage in this region. And I felt like that the Lord says, don't fret, that it's him doing something. 
And it's going to be a prophetic sign that he's releasing his power. And how many know his power is above every other power? Amen. So as you intercede, when I hear the Lord saying that he's going to turn the lights back on in the church. And there's going to be a surge, come on somebody, a surge of his power that's going to come out of this region like never before. I don't know. I don't have a demographic. I don't know what God has done in this region. But I hear the Lord saying out of Dallas and out of this church that there will be a surge of his power that the nation will feel. Somebody say power. Come on, say like the Africans, power. Come on, say it again, power. Say, God, we need your power. We need your power. You'll never know what God will do. I'll say this and I'll end. We were in a church in South Carolina and we had finished ministering and we're down here praying for people. And there was a young lady, she was up on this, the platform and she had like fire and it just looked like she was waving a fire banner. It wasn't actually fire, but that's what I saw. And when I saw her waving a fire banner, I heard the Lord say, I'm sending an angel of fire. So I said, okay, we can roll with that, right? We know how to roll with that. So I said, come on down here. While I'm praying for people, just wave your banner over these people. Wave it over their heads. And I'm just going to declare fire over them. So we begin to get fire, fire, fire. My wife, I didn't know it. My wife's on the other end praying for a whole bunch of other people. And she's saying, fire, fire. Then you know what happens. The fire alarm goes off in the church. The fire alarm goes off. Now we have to go outside of the building. And it was a prophetic word to them that God was sending us from the inside and setting us on fire so we can go to the outside. And we were out there laying hands on people. I mean, the fire trucks came. I'm not playing. And they said, we don't know if like a, a, maybe a dust or something triggered it. We don't know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Jesus came with the real fire. Amen. Amen. And that sensor picked it up and said, my God. All of creation is crying out for the manifestations of the sons of God. Amen. So there's going to be manifest power, manifest provision. And let's just stand up on our feet, a manifest presence. Right now, let's just come out of our seats. Let's just come down here to the front. I believe that today is a unique day. I don't expect that. I don't, um, how can I say this? I'm a man who, I'm not a great speaker, I'm not a, and this is not to belittle myself, this is just the truth. There are so many more speakers, there's so many more worshipers, so, but I can tell you one thing that I am, I'm in love with Jesus. I love God and I know my assignment. Amen. And I am on assignment, we are on assignment here to tell this church, dwell church, revival is coming. It will come like a wave and this is just the beginning of the bowls being overturned the prayers that you have prayed this is the moment and this is the season this is the time so in this place let's lift our hands you were built differently and I don't know what that means to many of you but I believe the Lord is going to breathe on many of us right now He's just going to breathe on us right now. If we could just move this platform here, and you guys can just take this and all this stuff. I'll just keep this, maybe. Thank you, Lord. 
Come on, let's just position ourselves. If we believe that, let's just position our, ourselves for, for what God wants to do. Come on, let's just position ourselves. Remember that we, I, the leader said that we're not in a rush today, so God, we just thank you right now. I know we like for the wave to come in and knock us out, but sometimes the Bible says, humble yourself under God's mighty hand, and he will lift you up in due season. So God, we're not telling you when to bring revival, but we're just asking you, Lord, that you would do it again. We're standing on your word. Ah, I feel some moans in the house. Amen. Remember what the Lord said. This house will be built on a longing, on a longing for heaven's dwelling place. Come on, just begin to cry out to the Lord. Come on, whether you're old or you're young, cry out to the Lord. Whether you're a part of this church or not, cry out to the Lord. Perhaps the Lord will come in His power. Perhaps the Lord will come in His provision. Perhaps the Lord will come in His glory. Bend us, God, bend us, God. Bend us, God. Turn. The Lord is saying, I'm going to turn your Sunday services into intercession. I'm going to turn your Sunday mornings into intercession. Points of intercession, points of prayer. Come on, cry out to the Lord. Cry out to Jesus. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to Jesus. We want to see your presence. We want to see your glory. We want to see your power.
Come on, just begin to cry out to the Lord. Come on, keep crying out to him. Come on, just let it bubble inside of you.
come, Spirit in the bride, say, come, 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 come. Come, Lord. 
in this moment, as we're just here in the presence of God at the altar, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, lay it all down again. I feel like there's a fresh committing to the, to the gospel of Jesus that God is presenting to us. And even though he's been presented this whole weekend, I believe the Lord is saying for us here at Dwell Church and for us that are here in this moment, let there be a fresh commitment to the gospel. Let there be a fresh commitment to the, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. Whoa! Yes, will you give it all again? Will you lay it all again? Will you say yes again to him? Will you say, God, do whatever you want in my life. Wreck my life the way you want to wreck it, God. Move everything out of the way that needs to be moved. There's a fresh wave of repentance. There's a fresh wave. Giving it all to Jesus. Come on, give it all to him. Give it all to him right now. He wants it all. If he's not Lord of all, then he's not Lord at all. He wants it all. He wants it all. He says, if I'm not Lord of all, then I'm not Lord at all. Let it be Lord of your marriage. Let it be Lord over your children. Let it be Lord over your decisions. Let it be Lord over your callings, over your career. There's a fresh baptism of fire, a fresh baptism of repentance. Without repentance, there will be no revival. Without holiness, no man can see God. Oh. I hear the scripture is harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. God said, Will you give it all and follow him? Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow. Deny your flesh. Deny your wants. Take up your cross. There could be no glory without suffering. He says, for the sufferings of this present age are not to be compared to the glory that will be revealed. I'm not talking about broken bones and sickness. I'm talking about the suffering that comes with following Jesus. He said that I may know you, Lord, in the power of your resurrection and in the fellowship of your sufferings, Lord. Lord, I'm willing to follow you wherever you go, Lord. Wherever you take us, Lord, we're willing to follow. God says this morning, will you follow me? 
Will you follow me? Will you follow me? Wherever I lead, will you go with me? Will you go with me, says the Lord? Will you follow me? Will you follow me? <laughs> There's an invitation to follow me. There's an invitation to lay it all down again. To be laid down lovers for Jesus. moment you laid it down but now let him take it away he doesn't want you to pick it back up again he doesn't want you to pick it back up again so God we say at this altar take it away Jesus take away the distractions God take away the things that take us away from your glory Take away the things that take us away from your presence, God. We don't just lay it down. We say you can have it all, Lord. You can have it all. Jesus, you can have it all. Jesus, you can have it all. Jesus, you can have it all. My plans, my desires, my prophecies. You can have it all. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of the, the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in your house, God. I'd rather be an entryway to welcome the presence of God in than to be anywhere else. And God says today you are his doorkeepers. You're the ones that are preparing the way. You're a voice crying out in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Mm. Just a few more moments. God is moving. This might not be for everybody, but I know it's for somebody. This not, might not be for everyone, but I know it's for someone. Ooh. Yeah, da, 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 da. And I hear the Lord saying that as you are praying and as you're laying it down, he's going to move you from the prep room to the birthing room. He's going to take you from the place where the, the woman takes off her clothes and gets ready to birth the baby and he says I'm going to bring you into the birthing room amen God says over dwell church I'm bringing you into the birthing room I'm bringing you in from the place of preparation into the place of actually pushing the baby out <laughs> the baby's coming <laughs> hey! 
see not three or four months into the harvest, but look now, the rye fields are ripe now, now. I need fire. I just want you to stand up. We're going to come and we're going to lay hands on you. We're going to let this fire that begin to burn, let this groaning. And But if you need to, if you're still interceding and you're still groaning in that place, we, we, we can pray for you and do the same. But if you just feel like I need, um, even those of you that are here, you feel like you've just been stagnant. You feel like, man, I, I, I know, I know what you're saying is right. I know, I know what you're saying is right, but I feel like I just don't have this fire to, to enter in. We want to, we want to pray for you. We want to, we want to lift you up before the Lord. We want to lay hands on you. And so if you're here and you're like, man, I just feel like I'm in a stagnant place and I, I don't know how to get out. I'm, I'm crying out, but it's not, I don't feel like it's doing anything. I, I feel like I'm stuck. I, if that's you, 
if, if, even if you're still seated, we want you to come up and we'll just come and lay hands on you. I don't know if there's any inner, inner, um, any, um, altar team, you guys can help us, but we're going to come and lay hands on you and just release fresh fire. If you've, if you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, also, I would love to pray for you. If you want to groan and moan, groaning and moaning, we want to pray for you as well. So I just, um, let us lay hands on you. We'll pray and agree with heaven, even as we're worshiping and come on the fire of God. Come on. He's already here. It's already here. It's already stirring up inside of you. And we're just going to agree with heaven for you.
Glory of the Lord, sweeping in. 